Good morning, everyone. This is Amanda, the Emotional Strength Trainer. We are ready to kick the day off again with our morning stretches, our mind stretches. And today I'm going to talk to you about the... Oh, we're alive. We're going to talk to you today about faith and trust. Now, I've turned this into an acronym, capital F, small a, capital T. So when we go into FAT... Uh, about different things in our life and it's extremely important to uh, adopt this principle especially as you feel anxiety and uh, overwhelm coming in good morning peter and rm is here uh, good to see you thank you do tell me when you've arrived and we will uh, say hello and others can say hello too so i'm just going to faith and trust yes today is a uh, because the energies have been so interesting these last this last week, this last couple of weeks, especially uh, in January where people were sitting there thinking things weren't turning out how they planned them to, um, this is like my default. Hello, Sarah. This is the default uh, that I encourage people to have in their life uh, to help with bringing the level down. Hello, Sue. Uh, to standards where you're not going to need to you know curl up on the floor and um or withdraw from society because you can't cope now anxiety and overwhelm they are real things and they can um, produce some fantastic results in people but what i uh, want to encourage you today is this concept and it's a belief system and um an understanding i guess a negotiation you make with those things that are outside of your control. So you've heard me talking about surrender and um, handing things over and taking your hands off the wheels. Well, one of the things that will do you well uh, in your personal development and also your ability to handle life is fat, faith and trust. Now, this isn't the kind of behavior where you sit there and think, you know, I'm just going to cross the road, the cars will stop. There is a definitely a level of uh, awareness involved with faith and trust. It's not not caring. It's just um, being able to understand that there are things that we can't control because the only thing we can control in our life is us. We can control the way we think, the way we behave, the choices we make, the choices we don't make. Um, when we're sitting there um, knowing we need to do something and we go into procrastination mode, all of those sorts of things, our response to some people, even when you have, uh, say, you're you're been pushed into a corner and you lash out to somebody and you say things that you wish you hadn't have said or you regret saying, this is where you could bring in the concept of faith and trust that all was in perfect order and that that needed to happen at that time to bring back the energy of what to do now. And that's a really good part of any kind of personal development. You can talk about it till you're blue in the face, but unless you do any action steps, you're not going to see any changes. You're not going to see any um new bits of energy that allow to attract other bits of energy so new things can go into place. 
So when you've lashed out to somebody and you're sitting there consuming your thoughts with, oh God, I wish I could take that back and guilt comes in perhaps uh, or shame comes in. These are very exciting experiences where it can set you up to make new choices by changing the energy with your faith and trust that everything that just happened or happened 10 years ago, whatever, was meant to happen so that you can take the next action step. So the faith and trust element is that, and this is where you can sometimes, <laughs> if you go into the thought of it, like in our human experience, this actually, what I'm about to say, is capable of putting my head into a spin because the colossal nature of it. As humans, we can't begin to understand how some things are orchestrated in order for people's highest and greatest good to come from it. Life is going to do life the only way it knows how. how we've got, what is it? And we've got nearly 7 billion people on our planet now. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've quoted the number. But that's a, a lot of people and a lot of incidents that get orchestrated in order for life to keep going on and carrying on and doing what it does. So come back to the notion of you've said something that you regret and that person's not talking to you anymore. What if the concept of speaking your truth, because remember, that's another thing I will teach you every day and twice on the weekends, your natural reaction and natural emotions are valid. There is never anything wrong with those emotions that come up. They mightn't come out right and they mightn't uh, sound very good and sometimes words can devastate other people. However, the way forward with that is accepting, surrendering to the fact that it's done now. You can't take it back. Whenever you speak things, you can't take it back. But you can start speaking in a different way and also, again, faith and trust, surrendering to the fact that however that person that you're interacting with wants to react to that, to this new conversation, you have to allow it. Because just like we have boundaries, they might have boundaries too. And when you are sitting in a place of faith and trust that this is all going to be fine and it's all going to work out, you may not realize the, the gift that has come about this interaction for days or weeks or years. You just never know when that uh, reward that's going to come from, oh, now I know why that person needed to leave my life because they weren't meant to be in your future. This is why faith and trust is important in understanding and then absolutely is not a unicorn concept. It's not light and fluffy. It is not sitting there and thinking, I'm sad, I need to see a rainbow or I need to see a butterfly and everything will be better. Faith and trust is absolutely coming back to your ground zero of understanding something bigger than my brain is capable of understanding is playing out here. What can I do that fits in with my what's okay, what's not okay list 
to be able to remedy this or rectify this within my space. And one of the biggest things, especially when you're talking about relationships and communicating with other people, to expect somebody to be okay with you lashing out isn't reasonable but to be able to use that whatever feelings that come afterwards if there's guilt and shame to be able to use that guilt and shame as your superpower to go to that person and say this is the reason why I said that it's made me feel really guilty because I know that you didn't deserve me to speak to you that way and I apologize because I have other things going on in my life. Please note with what I've just said it's reverse too. If somebody lashes out at you and you're the innocent one and you've gone hang on a minute they have other things going on in their life that have made them lash out their story. It could be a trigger from something that was um you know, decades ago, like I spoke about, I think I've said this out here, it might have been in my group, two days ago I woke up with all of these memories and feelings and everything about people that came into my life 30 years ago and I'm like, what, where has that come from? And when I'm good with dates and when I looked at the date, I'm like, ah, oh, it's 30 years since I had to leave that part of my life to come back to the part of my life that I uh, was here in Australia and how sad I was about that. So 30 years of layering to come out, you just, and that, that because that's something that I wouldn't want to talk about in my household because my kids, are, they wouldn't understand. Um, they're a bit young to understand and it'll come because I was uh, two years older than my eldest boy now I was a I'm not going to feel on top of the world because the the feelings that I had were really sad <laughs> the point with my brain though I sort of went into holy crap has someone died do I need to ring them is everything all right and it's just it's unreasonable you see how these thoughts these old things where Another part of me, when old memories come in, my faith and trust now takes me to this place of, ah, that must be another layer that's just healed itself. It's the one thing that I love saying to anyone who either has the sessions in eSchool every Monday or if they come to me with one-on-one -on -one work, they'll say, I've just had this random memory of this thing that happened years ago. What's that about? It's healing. It's it's come in. It's reminded you. It's given you that point of reference of like, see how far you've come. Look what you got through and how how you're going. So it's one of those things that you're able to sit there and be so grateful. Faith and trust can bring so much calm to your life, even though you mightn't feel calm. To be able to say to yourself without question something bigger is going on here and I have faith and trust that I will handle it because you know that one of the universal laws is that you're never ever given anything that you can't handle because if you couldn't handle it you wouldn't be given it because the universe isn't an asshole that's not how it works okay so your ability to be able to go okay what now positive action and even if that positive action is somebody has um, taken stuff out on you, so somebody else has had a big reaction and they've had a trigger and you know it's not about you, 
you're able to sit there in faith and trust and say, is there something going on because I don't feel like I've done anything to warrant what just happened? Is there something else? And then giving that person the space and sure enough, you know, 80% of the time you'll find that it is something totally unrelated, which helps you stay out of other people's issues. And this is especially important if you're in a marriage or a household with a number of humans having human experiences with all sorts of issues going on in their 24 hours a day and you're the one that's the sounding pole or the <laughs> the one that's getting nailed to that sounding pole because people aren't coping. And in the workplace as well, it's another big one. Now, that's not to say, please understand that faith and trust does not remove boundaries. It does not remove your what's okay, what's not okay when it comes to relating with you. So if somebody does lash out and um, or makes a choice for you, that uh, in in your they're relating with you that has you sitting there going radio the faith and trust then kicks in to say there was a sign that it's time to move on okay there i have um faith and trust that i will always be given the information that i need to be able to know the truth with things my biggest um path in life is to ensure that the truth is always a part of my everyday and it does my son's head in because <laughs> I know he has this opinion that I was never a, a teenager or when I was a teenager I um, it was from a different era so I have no idea what it's like to be a teenager no matter how many times I've been able to explain to him things from my teenage life because part of my makeup it feels like it was yesterday so there are um, my faith and trust that I will get the information I need in order to live from a position of people around me are telling the truth is, is extreme. I have complete faith and trust. There is no skerrick of a doubt that I will be given the information that I need to make sure that I can progress things that are in my what's okay, what's not okay. And so when they do show up, sometimes it's like the little the bit of glee I'm like oh because the information will help me to make a measured response and sometimes and it's been um since in the last six months my measured response is okay I think we're done now thanks anyway and speaking my truth and then st sitting back watching the response to be able to get an understanding of where that other person is coming from and without question it will always give you a very strong picture of whether it's a match or not anymore and that's a really good way to live and then your faith and trust can then go into knowing that if that person is leaving your life that it's in their greatest and highest good as much as it is yours because the space that's going to open up will allow somebody that is aligned with them and then is aligned with you, okay? Now, where else can faith and trust exist? Uh, if you've lost your keys to get in the car, 
you can't find your keys, you're panicking because you don't want to be late for an appointment and then you sit there and you find them and you're in the car and you have to go faith and trust immediately rather than speeding to your uh, appointment because the universe is taking you off the road at a certain time so that you weren't going to be in an incident somewhere down the track that wasn't in your highest and greatest good. Or if you are two minutes late to your meeting and the person at the other end needed to take an important call so that when you got there and you say, I'm so sorry, I'm late, I couldn't find my keys. You know, it's all right. I had to take an important call. I would have been late for the meeting as well. This is how faith and trust will keep you calm and keep you out of making irrational choices that can put things in harm's way. Now, let's have a look at what some of these comments are um, here. Alrighty, I made commitment to change, signed up for classes, they got really sick and landed in the hospital, then got sick and that's uh, something I might talk about, um, today's Thursday so my next call is going to be on my Monday, the North Sunday, I'll talk about sabotage so I'll, I'll write a note about that one RM and um, we can, uh, we'll talk about what that what that's happened I've made a commitment to change signed up and got really sick to take you out of it that's fear faith and trust rooted in awareness and some things are out of control for sure I could I wish I could take that back yeah I yelled at a friend and a neighbor and he's avoiding me yeah the one thing that you can do when you've done something irrational or um acted in a moment is to say sorry one of the I was brought up by this woman that was a teacher of mine for a while and she told me that guilt and shame were the most useless emotions on the planet and just last year I was able to sit there and, and look at that and thought you know what no it's not there is nothing useless about guilt showing up because it's a giant indicator of where to go next in order to remove the guilt and shame and it comes through vulnerability and speaking your truth. And one of the other things that comes with guilt and shame is this sense of obligation. And if you're a people pleaser, that's a whole other um, thing, which actually I have a very groovy little download that's coming out soon to measure why you're a people pleaser. It's a checklist, so look out for that. Um, he was a toxic person. I should have said it in a different way. If he's a toxic person and you've lashed out and they're they're avoiding you, that's there's your bonus. It it takes things out of the equation. Faith and trust. Now, if you feel guilty and you don't want to invite that relationship back in, then you write it down. We call it an fu letter. So you write down the the incident and how you feel guilt and shame around it or where you regret saying what you did but then I'm also very grateful for the fact that that has now removed you from my life and your toxicity is no longer impacting on everything. Thank you for showing me who you really are uh, after I have presented with who I really am. That's what you write it. You read it out aloud then you burn it. Okay. All right. Um yeah, okay, well, I think we're done now. It's it's easy to be able to say that. Um, 
All right. So if has anyone else got any questions? If not, oh, hello, Fiona. I watched my mother die of cancer in my early 20s, lost my ovaries and watched my nephew struggle with life and death. I know that nothing can be harder than these things. Absolutely, Fiona. And that's probably a really, that's why this, this topic, faith and trust, is um, it's such a in-depth and also in some regards one of the hardest things to um, to accept in your life because there are things that you know look at um, look at all those kids that were shot in America what part of faith and trust are you going to sit there in the moment and say something good has to come from this it's like shut up these you know <laughs> that sounds like a platitude so in some regards, the faith and trust aspect has to be an inward thing, like verbalizing that to people who are struggling, uh, you know, people, say people that have lost a child or had a miscarriage or, you know, those, that they are insensitive to sit there and say something better will come along or whatever. That's where you say it to yourself and you put your arm around those people and you just hold space. Holding space is you say nothing. You hold and rub their hand. You say, is there anything I can do for you? Would you like to get anything off your chest? We don't have to speak all the time, okay? So in fact, the, the thing of watching your mother die of cancer in your 20s and losing your ovaries and your nephew struggle with life and death, those sorts of things... The faith and trust aspect will come along later. The soul agreements. Uh, did you get to see the video yesterday about soul agreements, Fiona? Because um, it's one of those issues that the faith and trust with understanding that the souls that you've chosen in your life are the experiences that will allow you to grow and live through yours and the energy of free will with recognizing, like if you saw your mother die of cancer when you were very young, I uh, bet that there's a, a giant resolve within you It's like, I'll be buggered if I'm going to die of cancer young, or I'll be buggered if I'm going to let that kind of thing happen to me so my children don't see it or stuff like that. Okay. Um, RM saying he's been talking about me to the neighbors. If other people are going to talk about you behind their back to garner support or whatever. Again, that's one of those things that it's out of your control. If those people choose to believe him and are removing themselves from you as well, that is truly one of the greatest gifts known to man. I can't speak more highly of how quality faith and trust is that that man is doing you a favor by having other people remove themselves from your life just based on his side of the story. You don't have to justify your existence to a single soul. The people who are meant to be in your life will find you because you're resonating spirits. Where there's no energy match, that's where I think we're done now. Okay, then, bye. You know, it's one of those things. If those other neighbors bump into you and you're your friendly, normal self, then they'll get to sit there and think, oh, I wonder why... He said that, you know, that was a lesson that I learned decades ago to never, ever believe what somebody else says about someone if you haven't met them or if you haven't had that experience with that person. 
you can proceed with caution, but at the same time, it's unfair for you to sit there and expect that just because that person said he's an asshole or, or she's a vindictive cow, that you are to take that on board. That just makes you stupid. <laughs> and especially if you haven't done your, or if you have done your what's okay, what's not okay list, if that person is part of your resonating energy and they show up and they're really nice, then you get to look at the per other person and go, rightio then. Now that's not to say create discord amongst other things. It's just make your own opinion. Absolutely make your own opinion up. And if you know the truth about who you are and other people want to say stuff, oh well, sorry you feel that way. Okay. Um, have a lot... Sarah has says, have a lot of family connections cut recently. Yep. There is one of the things I think, um, and it's perhaps this is one of my main topics that I speak with because it's one of my major life events is having to separate myself from my family, uh, given that I'd spent 44 years being completely family orientated. And, um, oh, <laughs> did you made a horrible noise thought something was blowing up did you see me jump then that's coming from that energy of of um you know my family and and how not a match we are they um <laughs> that's given me a huge fright see the color that's coming to my face <laughs> oh I have a lot of people around me who are having to exit their family or having to stand up to their family and they're people pleasers and they've been conditioned for a really long time and they're soft targets and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it is one of my specialties. If you are struggling with that, come and join eSchool because we will, um, I will help you do it in a way that you can stand tall no matter the barrage. And honestly, if you, if you, uh, can have the time or put this time aside, get on and have a look at the video from yesterday and follow me on SoundCloud because I'm going to load it up as an audio. But as a 37 minute, what is a soul agreement? And that will help you understand with your family things as well, which is backed up by faith and trust that your soul made the right decision for you to come here and experience all of these things. And then in your humanness, in your choices, in your free will, you're able to sit there and break the patterns, make different choices for yourself, articulate your learnings, and it becomes wisdom to the other people in your life. You know, one of my favorite sayings is we go through what we go through to help others go through what we've been through. You don't have to sit and hold on to it like it's a story with a badge of honor, but you do... Um, get to help other people by knowing they're okay if they're sitting there stuck in their family thinking I don't fit in and I feel really bad or guilty about that but what part of the equation are you going to hand back to these other human people having human experiences attached to all of the stories that you will never know you cannot know the stories and the 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 things that have been built or formulated who that human is in your family because you're not them you weren't there when we weren't there when our kids uh, our parents were kids or even you know adults before we arrived we weren't there that's the faith and trust that our soul knew what it was doing by coming into this equation and through awareness when we wake up 
we're able to make different choices. And often in a family situation, when you stand up for yourself and say, I'm done, they don't cope unless they're giant assholes and they're okay with that. But it's only often because you've been propping them up for a lot of time because they've felt powerless in other parts of their life. Okay, RM says, once I got rid of my toxic family, my life has opened up and I've experienced so many more beautiful people. Absolutely, I'm the same. The amount, like I spoke about the other week, um, cut the energy ties with my mum and within two weeks got a new crone energy a lady around the same age came into my life who, while I don't treat her like my mum, she has that wisdom and that compassion and she's also got daughters and I just love her. And we met through Twitter. Okay, faith and trust that things unorchestrated show up just when you need. Okay, um, the other thing that happened to me with my getting rid of my toxic family, my relationship with my husband, which was already very good, went to a, a level that I wasn't sure I was ever going to achieve in my life. And that um, that's my biggest gift. The man that I'm growing old with, that we're bringing up sons with, elevated to a new level as soon as I got rid of my attachment, my attachment to what I thought family was supposed to be and how I'd felt let down and um, how they had dropped the ball with me in so many different ways. It was all me and my decision, but what happened was with the decisions that, that when I made that, I had to force myself to recognize where I was holding back in other parts of my life, which then allowed me to let it go. And I can't say how much my life has improved since then. It's just like, I keep, I've, I've been using this reference a lot lately. When, when the Jews were liberated from the, the concentration camps, the relief that everything was finally over, that energy, and then you've got the whole PTSD thing, PTSD thing but, but that kind of relief is what I experienced by cutting because I I felt for decades that something was missing something was wrong and I couldn't put my finger on it and then when I was able to put my finger on it because everything went clunk 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 like a Rubik's cube I was like oh okay I think we're done bye now my letter wasn't that short and my phone call wasn't that short either but <laughs> um but it's a good thing. Listen to the soul agreements thing yesterday. Okay, so that wraps up our mind stretches for today. And I look forward to seeing you on my Monday, which will be, what's the date? 22, 23, 24, 25, 26th of September. And I uh, hope you have a nice weekend. I'm going to put the link in here for you to consider coming and joining eSchool. Join my mailing list. Um, and actually I might send out the soul agreement thing on my mailing list this afternoon. So go to the sign up now. There is a three month special to come and join eSchool. Uh, you won't be disappointed. You will get, if you join for three months, you get 24 sessions. Okay. It'll, um, and it'll blow your mind. I know that it's a, a new concept for many people, but, um, it's safe. The way I set it up is it cannot hurt, harm or hinder but you will grow. So if you want to grow, come and join. Okay. Have a great day. I'll see you soon. Bye for now.